For the record, I'm done trying to make y'all comfortable. That's right. For the record, you ain't trying to grow, then it's done for you. That's right. For the record, lab on me going all the way. All the way. For the record, ain't trying to link no time to waste. Stop calling. For the record. For the record. For the For the record. For the record. For the record. For the record, I'm done trying to make y'all comfortable. That's right. Welcome back to the Clink Moments of Redemption. In season two, Brent sat down with Special Forces soldier H, who shared the secrets of the selection course. So, we'll probably jump ahead to doing the actual selection course. Mm. So, what happened, uh, just to go back one step, is uh, when I, as because we started talking about fucking trouble. Um, the short story is, you know, when I went to join uh, SASR because I'd recently had a DUI, a couple of AWOL charges, and I think an assault charge or fucking something. Anyway, they're like, "Well, this fellow's obviously a little bit hot-headed and needs to fucking cool down." So they said, "Look, you know, apply in another year or so." Or words to that effect. Now, in that time, uh, a trip come up to go overseas. I can't remember where it was. It might have been Hawaii or um, Rifle Company Butterworth. And whenever those trips come up. Like, you know, because the selection course is there every year. So if you get put on a even overseas deployment or some other junket for six months somewhere, like, you always fucking jump at that and then come back yeah. and, and do what you were yep. going to do. Yep. So anyway, that happened. And then by the time I come back, um, which is now we're in 1997-ish, and um, a mate said, you know, sort of tipped me off that they're going to raise another full-time Special Forces unit, being a commando unit down in Sydney. And look, I can't, you know, exactly remember, you know, why, I certainly remember a couple of things as in why I chose that path then. It was like, I just thought it'd be better and fresher being something new. It'd be really fucking uh, pioneerish as in we're starting something from scratch. And just the couple of good contacts I had as in sources, so to speak, you know, I had some really good positive things to say. Like, this is fucking... Supportive you know, of what you want. Yeah, yeah so, okay, to, cool. so to get into something at the you sort of ground, that, you know. Yep. Even though SSR is, you know, a fantastic fucking unit, you know, they've been around... And because this is, you know, well before 9-11, you know, no one was really doing much. So it was like, you know, why go to Perth? And, and to be honest, I didn't want to fucking live on the other side of the world. Um, and whereas this unit was being raised in Sydney, Eastern Seaboard, I was like, you know, I'll give this a crack. It just was a bit more exciting. You know, I could go there and then if I wanted to, I could still then, you know, go to Perth. You know, how many would be selected for that special? So that we call us the fucking 0.01% club. Yeah. Um, so basically... And I've ran the actual selection course, so I have got a very, very uh, good idea of what, you know, I know what the fuck goes on behind the scenes, is what I'm trying to say. What happens is we'll get, uh, a f- so across the Australian Defence Force, so all Navy, Army, Air Force, we'll get three or so hundred applicants a year, generally. Right across. Yep. Okay, so they're cut down to be legitimate applicants in that, that um they tick all the right boxes, right? And then so far, we're just looking at it. We're really looking at paperwork. Essentially, yeah. that's what's landing on someone's desk. Then out of that 300-odd, um, we start, because we only have a manageable figure and there'll be things that we find in that paperwork or through phone interviews that we can just cross some fucking guy out for or now guy or girl. Um, so then we generally get off the bus and we have like a little reserve group. So we need that number that steps off the bus to be like a literally exactly 100 or 120 um, pending. And um, and this th- is after your 300 selections yep. being reduced? Yep. Okay. So now we've got, so we like, that's called you know, the paperboard or paper cut sure. or any words that affect because, like I said, you might talk to them on the phone, might not even bother. 
Um, so now, on the actual day, the start day of the fucking race, is in selection, so to speak, when the bus pulls up with them all on it, there'll be about 100, 120. That's our aim and mark yep. because we know what the attrition rate is. And then essentially you'll go through you know, the selection course, which you know varies so much in shape and size over the years, From and it's all relevant. So just to explain that a little bit, what I mean is when you join any of these units, and every special ops fucking unit um, in the world pretty well does this, the first thing that occurs, like so when I refer to getting off the bus and when you hear this term selection course, the first thing that occurs is an extremely fucking intense period of time. Now, that period of time can be five days, can be 15 days, it can be 21 days. And what happens there, so to, to bring out, um, to, to find out fucking how much gumption a guy's got, there's a few things that you do to him, and it's fucking really simple, um, but it's not. There's also a lot of mastery behind it. Um, and that is, so immediately, you know, we'll get them very tired, that's easy, physical activity. So fatigue? So, yep, so fatigue. But in particular, don't let them fucking sleep. Yep. Don't let them eat. Um, and um, So their body's starting to fight against their mind already. Yep. We might run, and we've ran everything from a fucking seven-day course to a two-week course to a three-week course to a four-week course. Like, so the your seven-day course is getting in the fucking ring and fighting for the whole fucking 12 rounds non Basically, you know, like maybe have, a fucking, maybe have an hour of sleep. Yeah, 30-second you know, like, break like you're back literally yep. absolutely destruction. Yeah. Um, and what happens through that process is, you know, personalities um, and uh, certain characteristics and attributes, you know, come to the light. They come to the floor. So any person, like if you meet a fellow and you're fucking talking to him for a couple of hours, you know, like you can get a bit of a feel for someone, especially, you know, when like guys are like, you know, us who have been around the block a little bit, got a little bit of age behind us, you know, you know when a guy's bullshit and all. But a lot of people don't actually have that. They'll go, oh, he's a fucking good fellow. And we'll be going, I wouldn't fucking trust him. You yeah, know what I mean? 100%. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So anyway, so the more duress you put a person under... Okay, the more real him or her you're seeing. So, yeah, and yep. so we, you know, when I say we simply do that, we do that by you know, a lot of extremely physical, uh, arduous or hard activities. We do that by another method, which is basically mindfuck exercises. So what would a mindfuck exercise be? You, know, you might have just ran 20Ks. I haven't given you any food fucking for three days or you haven't slept. And what do we do then? This is one of our favourite ones, though, by the way. I like get the 20... look on your face, Danny. You had a big smile you on bring, his face. Danny. Bring him into this fucking Fuck room. Half and a stiffy over that one, put, mate. Put fucking 20, put 20 kilos of white rice on the floor oh. and put 20 kilo bag of fucking um, black rice on the floor and just mix it all up together and tell, tell them they've got to fucking separate them. You're fucking kidding So me. there's nothing physically hard about that. But it's long and it's But enduring. if there is one fucking grain yep. of black rice in with that white rice, like they'll go for another 20 Ks. Oh, fuck. Or whatever it might wow. be. So there's guys, wow. like I said, remember, they're already fatigued. So now you're watching them. And me and you were down there on well, the hands and knees. you become delusional. You start fucking to see two and three of <laughs> the one fucking thing. Yeah, they can't even you see the you're rice. you're pulling it out. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And you're not actually touching yeah, the fucking rice. 100%. And then, and then you, you'll bump me or I've just found a little bit of black rice. And you, you accidentally, or you might even fall over asleep or anything, and then I'll drop it in there. So how I react to that, because see, this is the thing. Operationally, we're fucking tired. We've seen people to shoot. Now, there's a lot going on. You might have someone injured. You might have a guy fucking dead in a bag next to you. You've got to carry out. You've got to put him down. You've got to have a rest. Like, and you know, it's only later you realise all this stuff. So by you staying heart rate down, breathing controlled, yeah. 
Pick your mate up. Yep. Come on, bud. Let's yep. get this done. Yep. Don't worry about the exactly. fucking 50 that just fell into the white exactly. again. Exactly. Start back. Get back to so it. So you'll see a guy, and remember the whole time there's 20 of us fucking standing around watching them. And when, when we're not watching them, we're watching them. We're Even that's a head fuck. Yeah, no, I are all sitting there with <laughs> so we'll either, on your face. We'll either have them under fucking cameras, so if they think we're not there, we're there. Yeah. Like, they're, they're being observed every fucking thing they do. And there'll be a couple of psychologists watching as well. And everything we see or do or observe it right now. So that example you gave then is actually a really good one where... You know, that fella, okay, so just says you, you go, hey, mate, fucking, here's a bit of rice and you help him, like, okay, you know, tick, you know, and that'll be noted, just quickly, you know, what you did or said or whatever. Um, yeah, but the other guy might go, for fuck's sake, mate, you know, and he might try and whisper it under his bread, but he's, like, having a go at him. It's like, it's not that guy's fault necessarily, and even if it is, it's like if you see footy, ball, uh, footy players, right? You know when someone makes a fucking mistake? Hands up. What do they fucking all do? They go over and fucking give them a good Pat game, the tap them on the ass, go, it's all right, mate, don't fucking worry about it. I because, told this to my son just recently because yep. he asked the question, why is that guy that just cost them the game, you know, mm. dad, you know, with three yeah. minutes to go, why, why is he getting he... a pat on the fucking and back? And I said, because that's about acceptance and moving forward. Exactly. We don't dwell on it. We don't mm. fucking, they're brothers, they're buddies. Mate, it's all good. Mm. He's put his hand up. He's accepted it. Team's accepted it. Mm. Continue moving forward. Let's win the fucking yep. game. And same as boxers, you know, and this is where the whole psychology, and see, I love the whole sociology, fucking psychology, the oh, fuck, small team dynamics. <laughs> so when you see like boxers, there's another fucking good example. Everyone thinks boxers are fucking arrogant and full of themselves. You can't go into that boxing ring with any, you know, fucking element whatsoever of doubt. You know what I mean? So where they're all just so pepped up. You know, it's like you think of us getting on a Blackhawk. So I know, you know, there's 10 of us on that fucking Blackhawk. We're flying in. There's like 30 or 40 guys on the other end waiting to fucking kill us. You know, so you don't have a mindset like, oh, hope fucking Simo's all right tonight or you're going to be okay, mate. It's like, let's fucking do this. Yeah, we're you on. You know, and you're fucking up here. Yep. Every, you know, it's 101%, as I say, 100% of the time. So, you know, coming all the way back now to the um, selection course and mindset, so... Um, when I was on, you know, my selection course, I actually, you know, yeah, was there parts, you know, that I didn't enjoy, you know, that's fucking pain. But when I look back, you know, I really fucking enjoyed, you know, all the little things and just having the ability most of the time. And, you know, I'm, I'm relatively happy to, and comfortable to say this. You know, I, I did sort of do very well on my course. I know that because you're told that. And you get, a, you get a report like a scorecard after your fucking selection course. And it was then, and I knew... You know, I'd, I'd learnt myself a bit by now, but no worries. That, that's what I was just about. I'm mm. getting excited. I'm looking at you. And I'm, no, because um, I, I'm going to refer back to that young boy mm. with a vision, with a dream. Mm. You already have your mental mm. game in hand. Mm. You know they're going to fuck with you. You mm. know that you're going to be absolutely fucking broken and rebuilt. Mm. You were ready for that. Mm. As much as I'm sure that it pushed you to the absolute mm. boundaries, but you had already set yourself a mm. task and a goal that that was going to happen. Mm. You were not failing. Mm. But like, as you know, and then before the um, podcast for the uh, listeners, you know, Simo was telling me some of the things he's done, which I think is amazing, like right across Australia and shit. So when, it's not until you do it though, so until you get it. So for example, when you're on the selection course and now, you know, you're like, fuck me, you know what I mean? You peel your boot off. Like for example, mine, we they changed the distances over the years, but when I did my course, the speed march is in the march that one of the... You have certain tests on it and everything else is just fuckery. But you used to have to run... Have to do this 30-kilometre um, pack march. So 30 kilometres with about 30, 35 kilograms total weight on your body. And I think it was under fucking four or five hours. I can't remember, to be honest. So what's what's that a pace for people out there that... Well... with, with we a, talking with like a, a six-minute, yeah, five with and a, a half? Yeah, with a fucking pack on... 
you know, you've got to be covering, you know, I think seven, eight fucking kilometres or something per hour, whatever it was. Um, and so eight. I might have fucked that up. Seven but anyway, half, I'll work it out. I'll text it to you later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, when I came, I came in and me and my buddy, we were fucking neck to neck and we were kind of helping each other, you know, as you do. And you don't do that much on selection. I never knew this. I'd only met this fellow a couple of weeks before selection. As we bounced into each other, literally training up in the fucking hills one day. What are you doing? And you're all like, you know, what are you? I'm doing selection. Yes, how am I? And then we just started walking together. And we got along really well. Anyway, um, we, you know, I come across the line first. He was a couple of meters behind me, so I don't. I, I consider us both coming across first. But see, when you do something like that, and you're the first fucking guy across. You know, and you peel your boot off and just fucking like pour fucking blood out of it and see the whole skin of your feet, but you didn't even feel or see any of that. I think that's for me when the coin starts to drop that and you know they're putting you under a bit of you know additional scrutiny. They're like, fuck, how good is this guy? And then later, and I know all this now because later when I ran it, you know, I'd be like, yeah, if you're doing really well, this is where there's a fine art to fucking, when guys ask me for advice, you know, when they do selection, it's like, if you do really, really well, like if you look like you're a bit of a gun on there, then I'm going to fucking load you up more. Oh, obviously. You know, like, okay, you're getting a bit cocky, you know what I mean? Let's and see, all the way let's to see set, how far you yeah. can go. Because we want and then, to see what you're actually yeah. worth. So the, the, mm. the fucking key, not that I was trying to do that, because I only learned this just, later. Just do your best. Yeah, is you actually want to be in the middle of the <laughs> yeah, fucking yeah, pack, right? And it might sound really obvious. <laughs> no, 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 I fucking get But that. you also got to be doing your fucking best, <laughs> yes. right? Because if you, you know, Top it's like... Top 10% good. Yeah. It's like, if, it's like the, if you look at the Melbourne Cup, right? You know, imagine that fucking horse going, I'll just sit back here for a minute and be, oh, fucking next minute I'm losing the rut. You know what I mean? So things yeah. can happen and unfold, like, really quickly. So to sort of... And like I said, I didn't... Didn't really realise this. Like, I knew just to basically shut my fucking mouth and do the best I could. But when I started to finish a few things first, and, you know, I was standing there, I was quite fucking proud. Not cocky, but I was quite proud there. And then I realised, like, I was starting to get a bit of heat. Like, it's like, you know, who's this fucking... Yeah, who's he think he is? Yeah, yeah. And then next minute, the next thing you're doing, you're fucking giving extra weight or something. So there's no, you know, it's not like then it becomes... You can't escape the yeah, fact that it, you, you have this and like I said, talent. There's so, there's so much fucking <laughs> scrutiny on you. Yeah. Like you know, and you can hear him talking like that, and they would say it. And some obviously now I know because there's, if we say anything, some what I learnt when I when I ran the selection course, if we fucking say anything that you can hear, we're doing it on purpose. Hear more in season two of the Clean. For the record, I'm done trying to make y'all comfortable. That's right. For the record, you ain't trying to grow any stuff for you. That's right. For the record, lab on me going all the way. All the way. For the record, ain't trying to link no time to waste. Stop calling. For the record. For the record, yeah. For the for the record, for the record, for the record, for the record.